Steven Spielberg presents Gremlins. Billy Pelser has a nice home. Billy, is that you? Yeah, Ma, it's me. A nice job. A nice girl. If you're not doing anything this Thursday night, maybe you'd like to uh, go out on a date with me? I'd love to. And loving parents who are about to give him... You're gonna like this. No, 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 don't shake it. We're gonna have to open it now. It won't wait till Christmas. The most unusual gift he ever got. What is it? No. It's your new pet. Come on, Barney, be a good dog. My dad gave it to me. But there are a few things to keep in mind. If you expose it to the light, you may hurt it. If you get it wet, it will multiply. All that from water? They got wet? Yeah, plain water. And most important, no matter how much they beg, never, never let them eat after midnight. Because when they do, they change. They become clever. Mischievous. Here. And dangerous. Gremlins, huh? Little monsters. Right. Hundreds of them. Well, I, I don't know, maybe thousands. They've been here too. Billy, what are these things? Where do they come from? Look, I know it sounds crazy, I know. But in a few hours, you're gonna have a major disaster on your hands. Directed by Joe Dante. They'll be expecting you. Ruin our childhood. I'm Alex Carter. And I'm Tom McGrain. And this uh, week we were watching Gremlins. We sure were. We sure did. Yeah, we haven't talked at all about this. No, we haven't. I uh, I will say there was no Blu-ray of the Gremlins. No? And then I looked What? And then I looked in the horror section, no gremlins. Then I looked in the action section, no gremlins. The comedy. Straight up comedy, the video warehouse. Comedy? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was in the comedy section. Huh. I don't know what it was advertised as. I think the slapstick horror. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, uh, it was, uh, definitely had a lot of horror elements. Anyways. Yes. So. <clears throat> I would have considered, I would have had it in the horror section, probably. Yes. I really don't know, though, because it isn't, I did it, jump a couple times, maybe. Yeah, well. This, yes, in the 80s, this was, to me, a very scary movie. Right, I, absolutely. We, uh, we went, my, as a family, to go see this in the Ames Theater. That was the big city theater. Oh, yeah. And uh, I, uh, I had to leave a couple times during the movie, because it was way <laughs> too intense for Alex, once again. <laughs> uh, it's funny, you know this came out the same day as Ghostbusters? Yeah. And it's weird, because Ghostbusters scared the shit out of that me. That also scared and me. And I loved it, but I, like, it scared me. Yes. Gremlins I saw when I was older, um, like in my teens. Okay. For the first so, time? Yeah. Well, yeah, I bet I was like 13. 
the first time I saw it. Okay. And I've maybe only seen it once since then. Uh, yeah, I I felt like I've seen this movie a lot, but when I watched it, I couldn't remember anything that happened. No. I haven't seen this for ever. Right. I haven't seen it. I bet it's. I'd give it twenty years, probably. Oh, for sure. Since the last time I saw it, it was not the way I remembered it either. Yeah. I don't remember it being like that much of a comedy. I, yeah, I didn't either. Yeah. And also, <laughs> it, it came out in July, and it's a Christmas movie. Yeah, this is a fucking Christmas movie. Yeah, straight for up. For real. Yeah. Which I didn't, I didn't remember that at all. No. I can remember, I guess, a little bit, but anyways, yeah. This came out in 1984. Yep. I was eight years old. It was, was too scary for me to handle. Old. Um, so but uh, this is a really good movie. I it thought. was pretty good, yeah. I don't know if I'd say really good. Well, but you I know what I did find? Yeah. Trying to find, like, the running man, I was like, oh my god, there's so many awful things in this movie. Yes. And then Superman, I was just like, oh my god, this is just kind of old, an old special effects driven movie. Yeah. So it was, the flaws were easy peasy. This one, it was, I was, I was like, oh. And I decided I am. I mean, our podcast is called Let's Ruin Our Childhood. So whether I like a movie or not, I'm still going to ruin it. Yes. <laughs> that's and maybe that's what we've already been doing, but that is, uh, yeah. that's my goal now. As a, uh, a fellow I work with said, I really enjoyed your Superman podcast, but I had to stop listening because you were ruining Superman. <laughs> and I was like, good. That's what, that's what we're doing. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of good stuff in this movie. I, it wasn't a great movie, but it held up. It was entertaining. Um, it was very entertaining. But this was weird. This movie, they blame this movie and um, Temple of Doom, the Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom, for creating the PG-13 rating. This movie came out was PG, and again, it was way too much for me to handle because I was right. Which is funny because problems. Ghostbusters was PG. Yes, and there's like a. A dream ghost sucking a D in that movie. Yes. And I guess that's... And it's just scary as hell. Temple of Doom, a guy gets his heart ripped out. Yeah, right. I that was also PG. Yeah. This, yeah, I mean, this this had... But that's... that's I thought these, they implemented PG-13 for this movie. No, I, it was after. Because of the movie. Yes. Oh, I see. Yep. And that's weird. The movie, like, uh, I felt like... You couldn't really figure out the tone. That's why we probably can't figure out where it would be in a movie store under comedy or horror. Well, I, this have some... in, I wouldn't have put it in... I would put it in horror first, action second, comedy third, probably. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe since it's horror and comedy... Yeah, I would have put it in horror. That seems like the obvious place someone would look for Gremlins. Yes, I think so. But Gremlins has... I don't, I don't know if it has, but... Video Warehouse didn't have it on Blu-ray, but it held up, I would say. I saw it on Amazon Prime streaming, and it looked really, really good nice. in HD. I, had, I was impressed. They only had DVD, so it didn't look that good. No, no, I'm trying to see. <laughs> okay, so let's see. How does, this, how does this start out? Does it start out with a scene in the Chinese Chinatown? Yeah. yeah the voiceover Rand. by Hoyt Axton, who was the dad, who was great. Yeah. Rand Pelzer. Yeah. Who is that guy? Hoyt Axton. He was the I voice. Totally recognize his voice. Yeah, um, the original Jungle Book. Oh, he's blue. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. That is crazy. Yep. He's Whoa. really good. So he is a he, he's an inventor. He's a he has his own business, which is yes. uh, the, he's a he's an inventor. That and was he, a, a job. His inventions are terrible. His inventions are all 
Absolutely. And as the yeah. movie goes on, I'm like, how did they? How could they afford to buy this house? Yeah. <laughs> yes. He's, what inventions has he sold? Yes. So he's a he's a like a traveling salesman with his stupid things that he makes, and he's a, in Chinatown. Which makes why are you trying to sell your stupid inventions in Chinatown? Yeah, right. I mean, I get do Chinese people like stupid inventions? Uh, it was the eighties. <laughs> that's how you did business. <laughs> yeah, you go to Chinatown to sell your Swiss Army toothbrush. Yeah, the uh, bathroom buddy. Yeah, right. The and bathroom he buddy was showing. The bathroom buddy off to the old Chinese man and squirted himself with toothpaste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like an all-in-one, like giant brick. It, it, none of his inventions make sense, and they they showcase lots of them. So, anyways, yeah, the bathroom buddy was like, it does have a toothbrush on it, but how would you put that in your mouth? Yeah, connected to this. But I can also remember as a kid thinking that that was awesome. Like, yes, I would absolutely. love to be an inventor. Yeah. Like, of course, <laughs> yes. like it's like a kid. What little kid thinks of as being an inventor? Yes, yes. exactly. <laughs> totally. Um, so he's there, and there uh, he's trying to find a, a gift for his son. He said, "He, I don't think he said that. He just saw." Oh. He's like, what's that over there? Little guy making noises. Yeah, it's a, something is singing and like sort of talking. Yes, I love it. This whole movie, <laughs> no one is shocked enough by the Mogwai, by Little Gizmo. Oh, everybody's just oh. like, oh, just I know. like, oh, we'll cool. get to that. That that was very upsetting. <laughs> yes, no one cares. They're like, oh, you have a little talking monkey with pointy ears. <laughs> no big deal. Yeah. Nobody cares. He's like, oh, I gotta get this for my son. Yeah, so he's at he's at this place and uh, uh, he hears the, the little Mogwai saying this. We meet Gizmo. Yes. He like pops his head out, and the puppet's pretty cool. Yeah, it is cool. Again, this is the same as uh, with Superman when he has some of these old pre-computer special effects. Yeah, like they had to have effects. animatronic puppets and stuff. Like your brain knows that's a real thing, so it seems more real. Yeah, but those things seemed real. Yes, and some of the stuff in this movie was real. Like I was like, that is that's really yes. cool. But Steven Spielberg did put his name on this movie, so it's not like it yeah. Was it starts out with thrown together a big Steven Spielberg presents yes Gremlins, and I forgot that. Yeah. Like oh, I mean he, did, he just produced it. Yeah, but it definitely had a Spielberg feel. Anyway, so <laughs> he sees Gizmo, and he's like, "Hey, how much? I gotta have it for my son. I'll give you a hundred dollars for him." Yeah. And the guy, old Chinese guy, is like, it's not for sale. Too much responsibility. Yeah, and this guy is like the quintessential a Chinatown man. Yes, like that's in. Imagine movie. a super stereotypical uh, Chinatown man in your mind right now, and you're picturing it perfectly. But see, the thing about that is, when I imagine the stereotypical Chinatown man, it's always the same guy. It's all, and it wasn't the guy in this movie, but it just looked <laughs> it, like the guy. Yes. Well, I guess there's two guys. There's a. Uh, there's the old guy. <laughs> no, you know the guy I'm talking about. Yeah. The main guy. The guy that's in Big Trouble in Little China. Yes. That's, that's been an old Chinese man for 40 years now. <laughs> yes. He's got to be like 100 years old. I don't know. He's in, I just watched Balls of Fury and he's in that. Yeah, yeah. So how old is this dude? <laughs> he's been old and Chinese his whole life, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, anyway, he won't sell it to him. Then he's like 200 bucks. He still won't sell it to him. Yep. And then Rand is going to leave the store, and the little Chinese... And then Short Round. Yes. <laughs> yes. Short Round comes out, and he's like... Steven hey. Spielberg must just love the idea of a little uh, Asian boys with, with American baseball caps yes, on. Yes, he totally does. He, uh, but uh, It's the same exact character, basically. <laughs> this kid, 
sells him out. I mean, he's like, oh, we need the 200 bucks. Yeah, he's like, meet me in the back alley. But this kid knows what the Mogwai is. Yeah, right. And he's like, fuck you, guy. Give me $200. <laughs> you can have this thing. I don't care what happens. Right. What if you lived in the same town? I assume they don't. I assume China. Yeah, and, and this is you're thinking way farther than anyone else who made this movie did. They didn't <laughs> yes. think that many steps ahead. No, that's a thing. That's what I mean. That's a thing. Oh, yeah. that's sort of a running theme in this movie. Oh yeah, is that they didn't think ahead. Uh, uh, so he explains the rules. Yeah. Oh shit. Keep him. Keep him out of the light. Don't get him wet, and never feed him after midnight. Yeah. Those are the three rules. And the rules themselves, keep my little light, okay. Don't get them wet. Now, we'll find later on that wet, you, they have to get really wet, I guess. <laughs> because they still eat. Like, what if you eat an orange? There's there's liquid in oranges. Yeah. So, you have this little, again, no one is shocked. Like, if you saw Gizmo, like... You, in real life, oh, I, you yeah. would lose your mind. You'd start tearing your hair out of your head. You're like, <laughs> what is this creature? <laughs> yes. There is no God. Yes, it's, it's, but everyone's like, hey, cool, what yeah, is that? cool, what is it? Yeah, the little talking, singing uh, <laughs> With 20 uh, years, that's like the cutest thing that No exists. one is ever alarmed. And I was just like, oh man, sweet. Uh, Corey Feldman is just like, oh cool, where can I get one? Yeah. It's like, yeah, they are not nearly shocked enough. Um, so he gets it home. Then what happens? The dad explains the rules to the family. Oh, actually he says, oh, I, I forgot. Because he was going to get him some food or something. It's like, there's three rules. Like, oh, yeah. Boom. He tells him the rules. Um, I don't, I think I need to start, because the timeline of this now. Yeah. I only watched this movie once because I was super busy this weekend. And by super busy, I mean lazy. But oh, okay, so hold on. We're, we're here's what happened next. Okay. Here's what happened next. I have to refer to my notes. Okay. Uh, after we have the Chinatown scene, then we cut to the bank. Oh, right. We're introduced to our main character. Yes, and let me let me tell you something. It's going to blow your mind. Or maybe you read this in the trivia. I did not. I don't. Did know. you? Did that? Any of that town seem very familiar to oh, you? Oh yeah. I in fact, before I read the trivia. Actually, a dude at work was like, that really looks like Hill Valley. Yeah, and it is. Yeah. It's the same lot they use for uh, Back to the Future. It's Hill yes. Valley. Yes. So anyways, I thought that looked familiar, and then I looked it up. Also, the when they pan through the town, they really focus on Burger King super hard. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like, all right. You're getting some Burger King dollars for gremlins. Good times. So um, this kid works at the bank. Yeah, so we, yeah, it's Billy, who's uh, the dad, that's his son. He's working at the bank. He's like a high school kid. I don't, I never got, I was like, how old is this kid supposed to be? Yeah, I don't know. You're allowed to believe that he's like 18, 19, 20. They also say at one point that he's like supporting his whole family. Yeah, because his dad's retarded. Yeah, but how, he couldn't have been supporting him when he was a little kid. The dad had to have had a success, successful invention yes. at some point, yes. but we don't know what it is. No. All of his inventions are really well made. Like when they show them throughout the movie. Yes, yeah, so like they're like a manufacturer. Yeah, that's thing. like a quality invention yes. that he put his brand on. Right. Getting ahead of ourselves again. 
so at the bank, um, he's there with his dog. Uh, he has like a, a a mutt dog. It looks like a Fry's uh, dog in Futurama. Yeah, but in real life, like a bigger Benji. Yeah. So he goes to work as a bank teller, and he tie, uh, he brings the dog in with him. He ties the dog. And ties him up like underneath desk. because that's because yeah. for some reason. Yeah. And then uh, the old Mrs. Deagle. Yes, the mean old lady. Like a uh, Elvira Gulch type from The Wizard of Oz. Yes. Has it out for her for this dog. Apparently yes. his dog... Oh, it broke this snowman she had in her front. Yeah, an antique snowman of some sort. A large a large glass lawn ornament. I guess. I don't know. And she wants to kill the dog. Yeah, so she's immediately like extremely hostile. Like I'm gonna get, I'm gonna catch your dog and I'm gonna kill him and eat him and like. Be no, like, she said she would put him. She said if if he didn't take it to the vet to get put down, she was gonna put it in her dryer. Yeah, that's on right. High on the spin cycle or whatever. Yeah, Tum- tumble dry it to death. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, geez. And there's like all these people are, are like just watching. Yeah. They're, they're all witnessing this and they're like, oh man, that's pretty. Like yeah. that poor guy, she's gonna kill his dog. And this is the first. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. gonna, you guys. She can just yeah. She's threatening to murder the dog. I guess she's a rich old lady. Yeah, that people owe money to. I I got the impression she had something to do with the bank, but then later on, I'm like, I don't think that she does. Yeah, this is also the early appearance of the old man with the white beard that we see like six times throughout the movie. Uh, yes. Which was he doesn't really do anything. He'll just have like a line and then he's gone again. Yeah, kind of strange. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the neighbor lady wants to kill the dog, and the oh and the, yeah, then the dog jumps over. He the dog hears this, becomes incensed, and then jumps over the teller window apparently and attacks yeah, the, the lady. The dog loses and starts biting her. Yeah, again, right yeah. in front of everyone. Yes, and it's breaks whole... breaks the head of the snowman. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, and she is much more upset. Yeah, and then the dog runs away. Why he brought his dog to work? Right. That whole thing was a disaster. I don't understand I'm why. Not sure why he did that. You see, we, we uh, Phoebe Cates. We meet her there. She's a, also a bank teller, and yes. he's hitting on her or something. Yes. Um, but that's also, Judge Reinhold works there. Yeah, he and must have like, had a bigger part that got cut out or something. I think I even read that. Yeah, because he was like a he, he was, was a big star, a big star then, especially, especially. in the 80s. Yeah. Post- and he had like times. a three-minute scene there at the bank that had that was and he was a real inconsequential. Bag. Yeah, he's a dick. And Judge Reinhold never plays sleaze bags. He's yeah, a real dick. Twenty-three-year-old bank manager. Yes. And then when he said he was twenty-three, I again was like, so how old is our main guy supposed to be? I know, and I can even remember. It's funny. I remember seeing this as a kid and thinking that Billy seemed like a really old adult. And now yes. it's like he's a kid. But yeah. But I can remember thinking he looked like a, an adult. Well, I remember as, you know, at, at five, thinking sixth graders were adults. <laughs> so, I don't know. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, They were yeah. big. I think they're adults. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Judge Reinhold. What did I... At one point, he goes home. I don't know if he talked to Phoebe Cates yet. I think they did at the bank. That was just their initial. And then he goes home. The mom's cooking. She's cooking eggs. And, yeah. he, and he's... She, oh, he says... He's like, he says, you need any help with anything, Mom? Yeah. She's in like, the kitchen. can you do the eggs? Right. And, and this is when we see one of the, the needless inventions. Yes. And again, who... Oh, boy. They must have sat around and thought of a lot of these. They must have. And then the thing... 
cracks eggs, cracks one egg. It yeah, so it's, a, it's an egg cracker. It's something you you don't even need. Yeah, and then stuff just keeps falling through. And then he's like, oh, and his mom's like, just use the sink. Yeah. Then he takes the eggs over to the sink, cracks one egg into the sink, and then does absolutely nothing with the eggs. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? What are you doing? Why even do that? Just pretending to do something for the sake of the camera. And didn't it launch an egg or something? Like, all of his inventions, they work right the first time, sort of the second time, and then the third time they just explode and everywhere. You're, you're getting squirted it with something. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like Alex's bedroom. Hey <laughs> uh, Yeah, and here I was going to say, how did they afford that house? We've seen two inventions so far. Right, his dad is always on the road with his inventions. Yes. No one's buying any of this stuff. Like, no, uh, it's all garbage. It's all neat garbage. Yeah. Although, if I saw any one of these things for sale at a reasonable price, I would be like, oh, I'm buying that for sure. <laughs> so, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, they name him Gizmo. Oh, yeah, so then the, then the dad comes home at this point, and he immediately is like, here's your present. Oh, yeah, and he's going to shake the box. He's like, don't shake yeah. it. And he unwraps it. We already they, they have to turn we, the lights down. We skipped over some stuff and circled around back to this, I think. Yeah, we're fine. Oh, well, we're we're on track. Uh, yeah, so he's named Gizmo. And then the mom takes a picture, and we see how he really doesn't like yeah, bright lights. bright lights. And so, again... They, this is when they meet this little monster. Yes. Who's, I mean, cute, but also, uh, like, you know... Not of this earth. Creepy and strange. No one has ever seen one of these before. And it can, like, walk and, like, it, it knows um, a few English words somehow. Ah, and who is speaking those English words? Uh, Howie, Howie Mandel. Mandel. That's right. Yeah. That's <laughs> Howie Mandel was the voice of Gizmo. Yes. He had to do a lot of work. Oh, my God. Funny. Um, uh, and I also, okay, so he, they can't get wet, you can't feed them after <laughs> yeah, midnight, tells them and they don't like bright light. Right. Well, you can't feed them after midnight, what if you drove over a time zone? Yeah. What it's about always midnight somewhere. Time? Yes. This can't, <laughs> they have to be, do they like check the calendar and the clock and the time zone? You would have to. Before they change into gremlins? And then what in the gremlin knows? Yes. What? Yeah. And how? Then? Yeah. Okay. And, I, and again, I love that this thing is, an, but it's obviously like some sort of animal or whatever. But this is a life form that can never get wet and can never be in the sunlight. And, yeah. And it has a weird internal midnight clock. I, <laughs> yes. What? Sounds like a great pet. Why did you buy me this fucking thing, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want this. Like it is cute, but give it to someone else, please. So, oh yeah, so they see it, and then he takes it up into his uh, bedroom. And I also remember as a kid thinking he had this like, amazing upstairs like yes. attic bedroom. Very cool. And so far we've seen references to two older movies. And throughout the whole movie, yes. there are so many older movies playing at different points. Yeah. Or on the marquees yeah. at the movie theater. I thought that was kind of odd. It was like... They were trying to... Like, they were trying to plug in, a, like, a lot of, like, inside jokes yes. and shit. It's like, settle down, you guys. Right. But they get up there, and he's, like, holding Gizmo, like, oh, well, here's my, like, again, I would I would have lost my mind. I would have been terrified of this thing. Would you have? I mean, sort of. Like, you don't know cute. what it's going to do. That's true. That's but true. What he, but he, then he gets upstairs, and what does he do? He starts singing and playing the piano. Yes. 
He has a little Casio keyboard, <laughs> yes. and like the guy's singing to him, and, and Gizmo's matching his pitch, and then he's playing it on the piano. So, like any normal. Piano. Uh, he's also music literate. <laughs> yes, yes. That all of this the 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 running theme for me throughout this movie is that no one is shocked. At no point, no. everyone just accepts this little creature with no questions. Yes. <laughs> and is this? I don't think he's done it yet. He's had him for a day. I also, he goes to bed. He's like, good night, Gizmo. Um, Gizmo can't be in the light. Wouldn't he be freaking nocturnal? Yeah. Why would I he mean, sleep I at guess, night? I guess. I mean, that would make sense. I don't know. Um, I would assume. Then Corey Feldman comes over. Oh, doesn't I... he? Oh, wait, hold on. No, no. <laughs> I'm going through my photo notes. I think I He plays say... the piano... And like they're all him and the dog are enthralled by it, and then um, he accidentally shines light in Gizmo's face, and then he, then Gizmo freaks out yes. and like falls into the clothes hamper or whatever. Right, I guess. So then he, he goes to like fix his head. It's it's all ridiculous. <laughs> and also, did you notice with Gizmo? Like, there's obviously a, like a, a Gizmo puppet that they would hold, but if Gizmo was going to make a face, that there's obviously a bigger, a much bigger Gizmo head that they oh, would, I didn't animatronic notice. Gizmo. I thought I thought there was some weird um, size discrepancy. Like when they would zoom in on Gizmo's face, and he'd be like like emoting, being scared or whatever. I feel like it was a, like a human head size. Oh, that's entirely impossible. In the trivia, it said that something about these robots being worth a lot of money, and that they made sure people. Didn't yeah, I bet they made sure people didn't have them in their cars when they left the lot. <laughs> No one was leaving with any gremlins. It was the 80s. Someone would, st- would steal a gremlin and go sell it for cocaine money, probably. Hell yeah. Oh, so then uh, we cut to the mom in the basement, and we see another fucking ridiculous uh, invention. Oh, yeah. That also has no point. Right. It's an it's a, a, orange juicer. Right, but a terrible one that just shoots orange juice everywhere. <laughs> yes, because orange juicers are real hard to come by. Right. So that's when... Uh, the juicer explodes, and then Corey Feldman shows up. Oh, right. Apparently a 20-year-old man has a uh, 9-year-old best friend. <laughs> yes. I wonder how. I wonder what number for Corey Feldman this movie was. Oh, man. Um, hmm. Because he seemed young. Younger in this than I've seen him in other films. I think Goonies came a year or two after this. Right. Yeah. Here's oh, that's right. He brings, a, he brings a Christmas tree over to him. He works at the Christmas tree lot. Oh, and that, I, his Christmas tree costume was pretty great. I yeah, thought. I thought so, too. Some sweet camo. See, look there. at this picture. Doesn't that look like a bigger face than the other one? Yes. Yes, it does. Mm. I'm I don't know, that. <clears throat> I'd be curious to find that out, if there was more than one size. Because, I mean, even long-distance shots, because he's, like, walking around and stuff at points, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Um... Oh, so him and him and Corey Feldman go up. Do you think Corey Feldman still gets money for this movie? Do you think he's just living off this movie? What a weirdo! This movie and many other movies. I mean, he's in so many freaking movies. That's why. He, oh, see, that's why you don't want to get rich because then twenty years later you end up on Today Show singing terrible music. Do you see that when he's on the Today Show? Oh, when, oh, that was crazy. <laughs> that was so bizarre. And then he seemed all offended that everyone thought it sucked. It was so bad. <laughs> it was clearly... It, that was bad on purpose. I mean, it wasn't, I guess. No. But for him to act like it was good... That's nuts. Yeah. 
his lack of self-awareness. This is also the point in the movie <laughs> where they did not take the rules, the, the Mogwai rules, very seriously or take many precautions. Because Corey Feldman comes over. Yeah, we go upstairs. And again, he shows it to Corey Feldman. He's like, hey, come check out my uh-huh. new pet. He's like, what is it, a rabbit or whatever? And he's like, no, it's like, it's Gizmo. Yeah, and he's like, oh, cool. Yeah. But that's it. Yes. <laughs> sweet, sweet creature that yeah. sort of talks and communicates and walks on two legs. Yeah, like he, he sees this thing for the first time and like 20 seconds later he's bored and reading comic books. Yes. It reminds me of the new... Jesus. The new Jurassic World. Did you see that? I have not seen that. Well, it's neat looking, but it sucks. <laughs> and at one point, these kids go to they go to they're at they're at the new <clears throat> Jurassic Park, and there is a dinosaur petting zoo where you can pet baby dinosaurs. Okay. And the fifteen year old kid doesn't give two shits. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't care if you live in a world where you knew dinosaurs existed. Yeah. You are at. A place where you can pet them. You're gonna you're gonna lose your mind petting yes. dinosaurs. God Almighty! That's how the reactions to Gizmo in this piss me <clears> off. <throat> like Jurassic World. Yes, it's sort of what I'm saying. Went on a tangent there, but I had to get my complaint out about Jurassic World. So at this point, has he had Gizmo even a day? No. Yeah, I think this is the night he got him. <laughs> I think it is the same. Oh day. no, they went to bed the night before. Oh. so this is day two. Yeah, at night. Right. And Gizmo's real nice, luckily. Yes, Gizmo is a real sweetheart. But so, Gizmo is on the desk. Yeah. They're chit-chatting. And what happens? Get some water spilled on yeah, his back. Yeah, Corey, Corey Feldman's dicking around, and he spills a glass of water on Gizmo. Right, First right. rule has been broken. Yes. So and Giz- what happens? Gizmo dives on the ground, and his back starts bubbling. I remember as a kid, this about made me lose my mind. This <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Which is hilarious now. <laughs> yes. But that was that that caused my brain to basically shut down. Like, I couldn't even oh, deal so with that. Funny. I couldn't even deal oh, with man. that. Oh, my but God. But, yeah, his back is, like, boiling, boiling yeah. fur. Yeah, he's, he's like, yeah, he's oh, screaming, yeah, and his out. back is, like, I bubbling. I can see that. The screaming gizmo with a boiling back would have freaked me out. Yeah, yeah. It was a, it's a really cool effect. Like, you see it now, you're like, man, that... that and then they start popping out. Yeah, then all of a sudden, furballs start, like, literally, like, popping off of him like popcorn. You see, like, boom, 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 what were there, six? <laughs> yes. Six balls. I wrote down how many there were. Yeah, there were six balls that popped out of him that immediately starts transforming into new mogwais. Yeah. Right before their very eyes. Yes. Still... Not nearly shocked enough. No, no. It's like a like a basically a golf ball sized fur ball pops off and then immediately quadruples in size and then its ears like uh, <laughs> yes. open up on it and you yes. see their face like brand new. Yes. And they're all and it, it was a good effect again. They're all kind of snotty and like and gross. Yeah. And like oh, in order in movies with practical effects to make things look realistic, just put some slimy shit on them. Yes. And they're more realistically. That is a movie. Uh, cheat mode. It you ever really seen is. the thing? There's so much slime on things. Oh, and the that's thing true. That's insane. Aliens, the alien mouth. There's so much slime coming out of that thing. Oh yeah, and you're it's like the slimier constantly. things are, the more realistic. <clears throat> yes. But yeah, so they change. Yeah. So again, them. so so there's six of them. So they all line up, and they're and they're like, yeah, yeah. They're like cool, and they and then you see they're all they kind of have like shitty looks on their faces, like yeah. oh they're dicks. Yeah. Like these are jerks. Yeah, the new the new Mogwais are <clears throat> yeah. real dickheads. And one of them Sorry. has a is a mohawk and he's stripe. 
that he is. Yeah. And then the dad finds out. He takes him. I, I didn't. I just wrote down things to ruin the movie and not a timeline for this movie, and I only watched it oh. once. <laughs> so I'm like, ah, the dad. <clears throat> right before that, though, the, at, the, at the end of the scene where we first see all the other Mogwai, Gizmo starts crying, which again, oh. should have set him off. He yes. Should, but whatever. This, my he's new crying, pet, he's my sad. My has human emotions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. It would just boiled his back into new creatures. <laughs> yes. <laughs> not even a big deal, though. Yes, not right. even a big deal. Now they'll just all live together. My uh, my little Gizmo and all his evil brothers. Oh yeah. So then that night, like he goes and puts him to bed or whatever. Yeah. Like they're all like uh, the seven dwarves in a bed, basically. And then in the middle of the night, like they go and like grab the dog and hang him up in Christmas lights outside. Right, but we don't know that. Right, we just see he goes out the next day. And his dog is hanging in the Christmas lights. Yeah. Alive. Yes. Thankfully. I was like, that dog better not be dead. And it wasn't. And I was relieved. Yeah. That, that's if the dog was dead, this movie would have been rated R. <laughs> this is probably the case. I think I read that they wanted to have them... Uh, I did read that. that They wanted to have um, the gremlins cut the dog's head off, but... Uh, they vetoed that because they're trying to make it more family friendly. They went they went really hard on a lot of things that they ended up changing because they wanted to be again like a family, which movie. was probably smart. This was the fourth highest grossing movie in 1984. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, at this point, I wrote <clears throat> so Christmassy. Alex is into this for sure. Yes, again, <laughs> it's not like a lot of movies that come out like at Christmas time where it's like, oh, Christmas is vaguely the background. But it and didn't come out at Christmas time. It this, came out in July. This was supposed to come out at Christmas, yes. but they, they um, realized the studio realized that they didn't have anything to go up against Ghostbusters and something else, and even an else. even yeah. equally as big movie, right. at, like in June or whenever. So they rush this out. That's why it was Christmas. But yes, an extremely Christmassy movie. It's very pervasive throughout the film. Christmas lights, snow everywhere, Christmas music. It's and if great. you're listening to this podcast, <clears throat> I assume you already know this, but uh, Alex Carter is obsessed with Christmas. Yes. So To, the, to an unhealthy degree? I don't know about unhealthy. <laughs> Depends on who you ask. <clears throat> yes. Santa Claus would disagree with me, without a doubt. Uh, we meet... Oh, yeah. The, he's hanging out with Phoebe. He goes on, like, a walk with Phoebe Cates? Yep. Or does he meet her at the bar? What mm, happens first? Well, hold on. Oh, he goes to the bar to meet Judge Reinhold for a drink. Okay, before that, though. The scene before oh. that is, uh... The next day, Billy and, uh... Again. Oh! Billy... before that? <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh... Billy and Corey Feldman go to school to show Gizmo to the science teacher. Well, of course. Again, whose who's science teacher is this? I assume it's Billy's, or it's... Maybe... Or it's, maybe wait, he really... Billy's, does this prove that he's in high school We just didn't realize it the whole time? No, I don't think... I don't think no, because he works full-time at the bank. Yeah. I, maybe hmm. it's the kids. Maybe it's Corey Feldman's science teacher. Or maybe it's just his former science teacher that he seems to have some trust... In, but props to props to eighties <clears throat> movies, props to this eighties movie for having a black scientist. Yep, the black the black science teacher. Yeah, that was cool. So uh, they basically drop him off. He also isn't nearly shocked enough. No, again, he seemed anyway. very excited. 
But again, they should. Yeah, they sh- they bring uh, Gizmo in a cage. Or no, did they bring? Did they bring uh, a different one. It wasn't Gizmo. No, it, was no, not it wasn't Gizmo. Gizmo. It was one of the new ones. Yes, one of the dick ones. Yes, it was one of the dick ones. Also, uh, the dad when he saw there was a bunch of. Oh Gremlins. yeah, right. He's like, oh man, we need to sell these. <clears throat> this could be my greatest invention. Yeah, the, pel- you, the Peltzer pet. The Peltzer pet, right? Which you did not make and had nothing to do with it. <laughs> and you the, also don't you know anything about this guy. thing. Yes, yeah. you paid a twelve-year-old two hundred dollars to get your life ruined, and you was <laughs> all ready to make some more of these. And if you gave one to anyone, they could just pour water on it and make more of them. Yeah, right. <laughs> so you'd only really sell a couple. Yeah, I've, I've only sold two of these. This is not working out at all. Uh, did he tell? Did he tell the science teacher the rules? Yeah, he must have. <laughs> but he's like, "Yeah, I'll just leave him here. I'm going to run some tests on him." So he then he draws blood from the little mogwai. That he, he does. I also wondered to myself, why does a science teacher? In high school, have syringes. <laughs> He's a cool teacher. I mean, what are you using syringes for in a science class? I don't know. Did he go to the nurse's office, or did he, does he just have some with him? I don't know. And then again, what was he going to do with the blood that he took from the Mogwai? He well, he's a guy? high school science teacher. <laughs> yeah, he's got like, access to everything he needs. <laughs> that is a, an excellent point. <laughs> But that's just dumb, again, kid thinking. Like, this movie is written, it seems like it's written by a kid, because if you're a little kid, who's the authority in your life on science? Well, my science teacher, duh. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where you go. It was first, for, this movie first stop. was uh, kid-oriented. Kid yeah, for sure. So it goes to science. Then is he back home at this point? Uh, let's see. So Getting ready? Then he go. We, we see the scene at the bar. Oh, yeah. Where the old man... Uh, who has a tractor? We saw him earlier. Some oh, local he, guy. Old guy that hates. He hates foreign vehicles. Yes, he's a a, a World War Two vet that is not real keen on foreigners. He nope. uses the term foreigner several times. He does. So this is a scene where he's at the bar. He drove his tractor there and got drunk, and uh, then he starts talking about gremlins and how foreigners. They put gremlins. Uh, in all yeah, the over in World War Two when he's over in Asia. Apparently, like, they heard about gremlins, and the gremlins would tear up their machines and their ships, and I don't know what. Yeah. So he's saying, oh, yeah, and have gremlins coming over. It was weird. It was a... It made me wonder, was gremlins a thing before... I assume it was a thing that people said before this movie came out? Yes. I know what that sounds You're stupid. Referencing what he's talking but about. But I, like, in my life, this is the first time I heard the word gremlin. Yes. But it's an old phrase. Yeah. I didn't realize that till like, years after I saw this. It was, for sure. So I'm the one that sounds stupid, because I'm still asking. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So Phoebe Cates works at this bar, and uh, she tells the dude to just walk home, too drunk to drive his tractor. Which he does. Yes. Walks home. And then Billy shows up. I was also wondering, I couldn't quite understand what she said, and I was like, is this guy her mom? Her dad? Her mom? Is this guy her mom? (laughs) I don't think it was her mom. No, I don't think it was her mom. I wondered if it was her dad, but we find out later. Oh, no, yeah, definitely not. Wasn't. Definitely not. I mean, certainly Jesus. wasn't. So Billy walks her home, and again, this is a very picturesque uh, Christmas movie. Everything's covered in snow. And you know what drives me crazy about this? movies like this? What? This is a movie where they obviously filmed this in Los Angeles, yes. but just painted everything white. Yes. And you're like, no, I can tell it's not cold there. 
Yes. You just flocked everything. Yes. Things are impossibly covered. Like his, well, his then, car. His, his car, car is like, it got just his, painted with white foam. His car is totally white. Yeah. And then the rest of the cars, some of them, they like sprayed some white on. Yeah. And some of them are totally clean. Yeah. And the street is perfectly white. Yes, it drives me crazy. <laughs> yes. you no know, one ever sees their breath. I mean, it's clearly 65 degrees outside. But it does make, I wonder, how difficult is that to clean up? Oh, that's a good question. That's got to be insane. All of Hill Valley covered in snow? Oh, that's a really good question. Yeah. Hmm. Do they blow it off and vacuum it up? I don't know. I, I don't Great know. question. Great question. Yeah. Uh, we also discover that Phoebe Cates hates She Christmas. hates Christmas. And he's like, why would you hate Christmas? Yeah. It's like, oh, why do people look down at you for hating Christmas? Yeah. We find out later in a bizarre, pointless twist. Why she hates Christmas, which I, but we'll talk. We'll get to yeah, that. Yeah, I that that was totally unnecessary. It dumb. was completely unnecessary. Uh, so they're at the bar. We realize how big of a dick Judge Reinhold is. Yeah, he was being a dick there he, too. He hits on Phoebe Cates. Yeah, and then he is, and then he's never seen again. <laughs> yes, set up as the dick of the movie, never to be seen again. Yeah, we didn't. He, we did not ever see Judge Reinhold. That was it. No. Okay, so now, okay, so here's the timeline of what's happened. Uh, school, then he goes to the bar. It must be late because that guy's too drunk. He walks home. He walks her home, so her shift's over, that she closed the bar. And then cut to uh, the science teacher is in science class working on, <laughs> yep, he's, he's doing tests. But he, he's in the classroom. He's in the classroom. Oh, I thought you were talking about the park. No, 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 I'm saying he's back in the classroom. I got you. Back in the classroom doing tests. Yeah, I think that's when he takes his blood. Okay. And, um, so... <laughs> I'm trying to... I have so many things. I'm like... Uh, so then it, cu- it cuts back to Billy. It, cu- it cuts back to Billy, and that's where, when he's home, and, like, all the other, um, Mogwire in a box, like, jumping up and yes. down and going crazy. Begging for food. Yes, begging for food. Begging for food. And he keeps them all, again, he has them in a, uh... I don't know, a two-foot-by-one-foot box. He has yeah. six uh, human-like alien animals <laughs> jumping. I mean, yes. Oh, boy. And then he looks at the clock, and it is 11.40 yep. p.m. Yep. And he's like, uh, I guess. It'll, it's not midnight yet. So he goes down to the refrigerator and grabs grabs... All of the fried chicken? Yeah, a ton of fried chicken. A whole like a, like freaking, a bucket of fried a chicken. A heaping plate of fried chicken. <laughs> to a degree, I was like, oh, these things would be expensive to keep around. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah, they feed them whole chicken. <laughs> and then they proceed to just, like, devour it. Like, yes. like piranha. And there's lots of close-ups of their mouths eating, and they're, again, saliva, and it was yeah. just kind of gross. And you, yeah, they're close-ups on the cute little puppets. Yeah. But Gizmo refused to eat. Yeah. Gizmo, Gizmo's like just shaking his head slowly yeah. like those motherfuckers. God, you know, Gizmo would have been a great pet if Billy hadn't been a dick and spilled water on him. He should have immediately, he should have immediately put a little jacket on him. He would have been fine. Yeah, put a, a latex that dude up. <laughs> yeah, because he follows the rules. So, so, right, so, he's like, before midnight, I'm gonna feed him. He feeds him a shitload of chicken that they immediately very evilly devour. And now we cut back to school once again. <laughs> and if you look in the picture, you can see 
that it's 2.20, apparently in the morning, <laughs> the guy is in the classroom with no lights on for no reason. Yes. There's no lights on in the classroom. Yes. And uh, he, uh, uh, so, he sneaks, I think that's... I don't. I didn't catch how the 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 Mogwai got fed in the school. He stole his candy bar. Okay, and then he gives it was it. like his lunch was by the cage, and he was able to reach and I think grab like a grab something from that guy. Seemed like he did. He ate because he turned into a gremlin. Yeah, right. No, he didn't turn into a gremlin. He. What the hell happens there? He eats it. And then no, we don't. We don't know. We don't know. Okay. So he he eats. So then we're like, oh, we we're, like, we're like, oh no, okay. he ate after yeah. midnight. Shit. So then we cut back to Billy's room, where there's these terrifying. The pods are eggs. there again. Not eggs. They're cocoons. Pods. Yeah. Green, slimy, and they're pretty. Like they're pretty gnarly looking. They sure are. I uh, again, I, I can remember as a kid just being like, I don't want to watch this. Anymore. And then <laughs> I don't want to see what comes I, out of it. And their reaction to those. What a moron. He's like, oh, yeah, we're going to go back. I'm going to go back to school and talk to the scientists. Yeah. And leave so, my uh, mom home alone with these right. inexplicable green pods. The mogwai are all gone. And the pods are like. Mm, two by two. Yeah, Ish. like they're big. Yeah. And they're like pulsating and they're green and they're very <laughs> yes, scary. Yes. And again, he's like, he's just like, huh. Yeah. It's like Weird. thinking, like, wow, yeah. huh? I better go. I better go talk to the science teacher about yeah. this, <laughs> which he does. And at the school, the science. Oh, in, he. Uh, wait, sorry. It's in the cage. Before, it barely fits in the cage. Before uh, he leaves, he realizes that his his clock was on. Was Yes, the cord they had, got chewed. They had chewed the cord. So he realized. So Billy realized this, and it goes to school. Yes, I also thought they could have just unplugged it. <laughs> no, he had to hold up the. He had to hold up the clock in one hand, and the the, the very frayed wires in the other. <laughs> that was an important important shot. <laughs> so then they go back to school, and the cage that the Mogwai was in is now filled with a giant pod. Right. Again, Corey Feldman's there because I don't know they don't have school. I don't understand what. Well, it's Christmas time. <laughs> Except for later, he's in class. I don't know what the hell's going on. I also you you showed this creature to the high school science teacher. Yes, he must not have been a great science teacher because he's just like, well, I'll just do experiments on this myself. Yeah, I won't notify any authorities. <laughs> we'll just nah. we're just going to keep these our little secret. These speaking creatures. I feel like you'd want to get some recognition if you're an old high school science teacher. And we do discuss... It's grade school, because later on, he's showing a film, and Corey Feldman is in his class. Ah, you're right. He was in that class. All right. So they start to, like, cut... They basically try and cut the cage open to get this thing out. And then we cut back to home, where Hoyt Axon calls... The misses and they're talking on the phone. He's at some convention. He's at a invention convention on Christmas Eve. Yeah, oh, was that Christmas Eve? <laughs> yes. No, was it? Yeah. Did this there, I, was, I thought it was Eve? weird because he's at an invention convention and the kids are in school all on Christmas Eve. The whole movie isn't on Christmas Eve, but this part is. Mm. I swear to you, I even wrote it down: an invention convention on Christmas Eve because he calls and says he's not going to be home for a while. He doesn't know if he's going to make it home on Christmas Eve. 
really? Yeah, I swear. That <laughs> made that no makes, sense. That makes no sense. Also, then. the robot from the Lost Planet, yeah, or Rob, the Lost in Space, yeah, Robbie was is at robot. the invention convention, and at another point later in the movie, is talking on the phone. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> I'm like, oh, he's like, so the robots can think in this world too. Maybe, maybe nothing is that shocking in the world of Gremlins. Yeah, apparently not. <laughs> um, let's see. We cut. This is before I wrote. I said, "Is this Hill Valley?" But also, my friend Jeff said that to me. So <laughs> I cheated. Um, and he does. He just leaves his mom home with these giant, terrifying eggs. Yeah. And she's when she sees them, she's shocked. Yes, she has a more more appropriate response. Yes, but his mom is also kind of a huge badass. Yeah. So so th- okay. So there's another Mrs. Deagle scene for no reason again. She comes to the bank and is like, "I'm gonna fucking whack your dog." Like again, she gets real creepy and yeah. mean. Like, what's she gonna... threatening to kill the dog? Yes, in like real twisted ways in front of people. Yeah, uh, and everyone accepts it. Yes, because she's a town jerk and she's rich. But don't worry, spoiler alert, she gets hers later on. Oh, yeah, in a fun way. Anyway, that so... That also was something. Yes. Uh, this. So now we cut to the school we were talking about before. Corey Feldman's in class. Again, all the lights are out in this room. This is the darkest classroom I've ever seen in my life. Right. And the... Uh, so he's in the school. The teacher, teaching children, has an alien pod <laughs> he, That's true. That he doesn't seem to mind. <laughs> that he's not really paying that and much attention to. And then he notices it. it hatches, <laughs> and he just kind of looks around while the kids are still in the class. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and then the bell rings, and they all start leaving, and he's just like, oh, what did this cute thing hatch into? Not that concerned, just slightly concerned. Yes. Yeah. Um, we cut to... The house where the pods are all smoking and breaking open. Yes. Gizmo is very adorably cowering uh, in a motorcycle helmet. What my question here is, not here, but as the movie goes on, I'm like, so if you fed Gizmo after midnight, the other Mogwais were already assholes. If That's you fed Gizmo point. after midnight. Wouldn't he be like a good gremlin that could be on your side? And That's fight? oh man! <laughs> yes. Oh, you just broke this whole thing wide open. <laughs> That's exactly right yeah. because Gizmo is is a very like I don't know how else to put it like a very honest, sincere, nice Mogwai that wants to follow the rules. Yes, that follows the rules and knows better to be bad. Yeah. Now the other ones, when they all popped off his back, I don't know. He's their dad. He, they should be, but they're not nice. They're all dicks. No, they're they all are, they're all sneering Everyone. and like ready to be assholes. Yeah. And so when they become gremlins, they're all assholes. But Gizmo would have been a just like a decent gremlin. Yeah, maybe it would have been like a like blue and nice. Like maybe the I don't know. But isn't yeah. that see? I but just yeah, ruined it. Taken, I just ruined gremlins. <laughs> you did. <laughs> That's a huge plot hole. Yes. So you just you, so you feed Giz, Gizmo after midnight, then you throw him in the swimming pool. And then you have an army to fight. Okay. Well, except for the gremlin, except for the Mogwais that came out of Gizmo, were all assholes. So even if he made more, oh, he he wouldn't be able to do it till all, after he's a gremlin. But yeah, I, don't I don't think he could see. He, but he he alone could have become a gremlin and yes. helped out. Oh, it's just a singular. Yes. Yeah, I guess so. That would be pretty badass, though. It would have been. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that gremlins changes. three. Write this shit down. Um, 
Yeah, so school. So uh, come back to the classroom. The teacher just won't turn the lights on. No. Why would you? Because, uh, you know, bright... Whatever. You don't want to scare... And he, he lures... He's trying to lure the gremlin with a... Candy, candy bar. bar. Yeah, he's like, hey, little fella, like, trying to figure out where he is. But these things are not tough. They're like three feet tall. If yeah, that. just... We'll, we'll, get, <laughs> we'll get to all that. Yes. Um, so, he's like, trying to figure out where he is, and he... Uh, he He's like in a... In a he's inside of... Was he in a garbage can or something? And he's hiding. And he was, so well, the, he was. I thought he was under a table. Oh, he's, he was under something, but the guy couldn't get to him, so he takes a candy bar and, and like slides it in there. Slides his hand under, and you're like, yeah. "Oh, dude, you you just yeah. blew." Have you ever? Yeah. Have you ever seen a black guy in a movie with monsters before, guy? <laughs> Come on, you don't go sticking yeah. your arm in holes. Don't go sticking your arm in nothing. <laughs> Jurassic Park. Samuel L. Jackson ends up being just an arm. <laughs> oh wow. Um, so yeah, so he starts screaming. Which, and he can't get away from this creature that is not really that big. I don't know, 15 uh, pounds maybe. Yeah. But at Bigger. this point we haven't seen him yet. We don't even know if he's going to No, we haven't. Um, but then we go to Billy's house, where his mom is. Correct? Uh, Billy, uh, Billy goes to the school. Oh yeah, Billy's going to the school to figure out what's Yeah, to tell the guy. Parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he finds him dead. Yeah, the guy's laying there with a syringe, syringe in his, in his ass, butt. Which I, once again, was like, so, another syringe in, <laughs> in a high school... No, not in a grade school science classroom? Yeah. I don't remember any syringes no. in grade school science. This teacher obviously was on heroin. <laughs> yes, that's what I was saying. But we're led to believe that the, the gremlin got revenge on him since he stuck him with the uh, syringe. So yes. he stuck and it in his butt. With something poisonous, apparently. Yeah, right. Um, then we cut back home to see Gizmo is uh, strapped to a dartboard. Yep. And uh, darts are being flung at it, and he seems very distressed. That he does. But again, we don't see what what's doing this. We, we hear noises, but they don't show. Uh, then we cut to the mother downstairs uh, in the kitchen. She spends almost this entire movie in the kitchen. I don't yes. think she's really left the kitchen yet. No. Like any good woman. That's right. It was the 80s. <laughs> it was the 80s. It totally Just kidding. Sense. Ladies. Um, so she's baking. Gingerbread men. She hears oh, shit this, happening upstairs. Gingerbread men. Yeah. It's Christmas. Yes. She is terrible at making gingerbread men, for one. <laughs> the, the, the frosting drawing she's doing on them is terrible. And she's making yellow and green gingerbread <laughs> men for Christmas? Yeah, I don't know what to like, tell what you. What the hell are you doing? That's lady? a weird choice. Yeah. Yellow and green gingerbread men. Unbelievable. Who has heard Eve? of such a thing? No one, obviously. So she hears uh, shit happening upstairs, and she knows that the fucking pods are up there. She so she up. goes upstairs, and there's like, uh, you know, like the dry ice effect of the steam. Steam, lots of light. Fog, I mean, yeah, so again, she seems, uh, you know, sort of afraid, but the fact that there's, like, fog rolling down the stairs is no big deal. <laughs> yes. She goes up and she sees all the pods are busted open. And her house is filled with unknown creatures. And she tries, she calls, uh, or Billy calls her, I think. She gets she's on the horn with Billy talking, and then all of a sudden the phone cuts out. Huh? 
And then Billy she grabs a knife. Her. Mom is a badass. Yeah. So then we cut to, and this is a this is a great this is a really great scene. Yes. We cut to the record player playing "Do You Hear What I Hear" like the old yeah. like like probably Perry Como again. Great, great Christmas. This is a great Christmas movie. It really yeah. is. I didn't even remember that, but so that song's playing "Do You Hear What I Hear," and the mom is trying to figure out where the gremlins are. Right. Goes back to the kitchen, gets a knife from her terrible. Um, Gingerbread men. Uh, <laughs> then she goes back to the kitchen, and we finally see a, a gremlin for the first time. Doesn't uh, it pop out of the cupboard? No, the, uh, that one got me. That one scared me. That was pretty good. The cupboard. Gremlin. Yeah, this one is eating uh, the gingerbread men. Oh, okay. And, and what does she do to the first one? Uh, it hears her. This is the one that gets thrown into the... Into the mixing weird, bowl. Yeah, mixing bowl. I was like, oh, finally a working invention, luckily. Yeah. Because she turns it on and that bad boy gets yeah, that, all chopped up. She throws it, uh, I can't remember how, but basically this first gremlin, she chucks it head first into this weird mixing bowl invention from her stupid a, husband. A blending bowl. Yeah. And turns it on and spins this thing around at about 1,000 RPM. And yeah. then green blood shoot. I mean, that thing must have had a very powerful engine in it. Yeah, and what was its purpose? Um, Ooh, hard to say. Yeah. To spill shit everywhere, like all of his inventions. Yeah. So that's one down. That's one down, yeah. Five to go. Uh, I said, yeah, luckily the Peltzer blending bowl works. Yeah. Then she gets one in a microwave, yep. slams the door on him, pops that bad boy on, and... Boils that bugger right up. Yeah, that was a that's a, a cool scene. That holds up too. And then he explodes. He explodes. <laughs> oh, and like kind of slow motion, just yeah. Yeah. That's a good scene. That was that's very. That's in the eighties when like people still weren't really sure about microwaves. Yeah, like if they were safe. Like, right. Yes. You put a gremlin in there for ten seconds, it, it it explodes. Right. Speaking of microwaves, my microwave currently doesn't work, and I keep forgetting that. <laughs> and I come home with food to microwave. <laughs> And then I'm like, son of a bitch! <laughs> and then I cook it on my pizzazz. Another random tangent. Pizzazz, to, huh? Yeah, I had to cook my uh, microwavable quick trip sandwiches. In my but they're all got to be better pizzazz. now then, right? They actually are significantly better. <laughs> I bet! It just takes way longer. <laughs> and I wait 12 minutes for a decent sandwich. Bullshit. <laughs> I'm only, I only want my 45 seconds. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> back to Gremlins. Oh, so the mom goes out to the. She finally leaves the kitchen. She goes out in the living room, and uh, there's she stockings three hanging of them in the kitchen. She also does. She chop one's head off with the knife because I, I was keeping uh, her running. Uh, yes, she did chop one. I feel like she stabbed one. Oh, I know okay. she stabbed yeah. one. So she manages to kill three in the kitchen. Yeah. Then there's a gremlin in the Christmas tree. That one got me too. Yeah, that was scary. Ah! I was like, oh, hey. Yeah. I'm a jumpy SOB, though. And that's the truth. Uh, here's the thing. So then Stripe jumps out the window. There's also the gremlin at the school. So she has killed all the gremlins. Right. Except, S- except for, for Stripe, who's the leader and the biggest dick of them all. Yes. And he jumps out the window. Yeah. And at this point, I thought to myself, uh, gremlins must be cold-blooded. Because snow doesn't count as water. <laughs> I know. I had the same exact thought, too. Because they show, like, gremlin footprints. And you're like, oh, his feet would be melting the snow. So. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The snow thing was driving me crazy for the rest of the movie after I thought about it. Oh, yeah. So that's, then that's when they, um, they knock 
Oh, Billy gets home. That's right. Billy saves her. Yeah. Billy gets home. They have a, a like a coat of arms on the wall. He takes a sword off the wall, cuts the head off. That's right. The head flies into the fireplace. I said Another four, very cool scene. Four yeah. down. Head in the fireplace. That was sweet. Yeah, that was yes. very nice. And then so apparently snow doesn't count as water because that's when Stripe jumps out the window right. and runs away. And Billy got goes and and uh, so now Billy saves goes to the uh, the police station. Oh yes, yes. The With Gizmo, the creature no one has ever seen before, and is trying to convince the police that there's nope, no, nope, not yet, nope. I just sorry. Oh, it's okay. I'm going through my photo. Um, the best way to keep notes is just, I just take pictures of. No, screen. that's a good idea, and I'm gonna have. That's to the only way I can not have to take extensive notes. Hand it's part of it. <laughs> yes. Um, so he leaves. Oh, he tracks. He tracks the gremlin down. He tracks Stripe down. Oh, to yes. The that's before he goes to the police. Yeah, that's right. Right. That's right. So he uh, follows the footprints. Uh, uh, Spike uh, has instinctually known to go to the YMCA yes. swimming pool. Well, these gremlins have uh, some serious personalities going on. They oh, we haven't. <laughs> we haven't even yes. got to understand yes. how true that is. We're not even there yet. Yeah. Um, so he knew for some reason that there would be a pool. Yeah. At his YMCA. And Billy he knew where it was. There. This is again. There's not even internet for these gremlins to. Anyways, no. they're very, very, very smart. And he jumps in the pool. Yeah. So Billy finds him there. Gizmo's in the backpack, and he uh, he sees him, and then you see the gremlin like do a, a gainer into the pool. Yep. And the pool starts bubbling. Which was sweet. I thought the pool was sweet. It was. Yeah. It really was. I thought the same thing. There's again, yeah. whenever whenever this, the, the transformation starts happening, red and green lights start flashing, lots of fog, smoke, and light, the pool lights like, flashing. The pool is like churning insanely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of bubbles, yeah. lots of bubbles. It was, it was a good effect. It was it cool. Was. So Billy's like, I'm getting the hell out of here. Uh, now he goes reasons. to the police station. Then he goes to the police station. And this is like a local, like small town police station with two cops who are apparently drunk because it is this christmas eve still yes all right so i guess that make i mean the cops shouldn't be they're both on duty but they're both drunk and they're yes. farting around at the police station yes and they're very upset at later on that this is all happening on christmas eve yeah uh and the one cop is the guy from uh breaking bad yes the guy the, yes. the mean guy the bald guy yep that's also in better call Saul. Yep, and Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> yes, that's right. Oh yeah. man, he's a good at being a bad guy. Yeah, he's good at being a dick. Yeah, he's not always bad, but he is certainly good at being a dick. Even better at it now. Um, so he's trying. He's trying. Billy's explaining to them what's going on. Yes, and they're like, "You're lying, and you're full of shit." And you're lying, but look at my little creature that no one has ever right. seen. Right, Gizmo's in his backpack. He's like, but look at this. These, this walking, talking monkey that can also play the piano. Yes. If I, if I could convince you guys, that would be great. Not that they would be of any help anyway. Right. So then we cut to a scene. I, I remember this. This was the scene that made me have to get up and leave because it was so scary to me. Is this the scene? This is it was, the scene? Okay, what's this scene? Was a, well, this was an, uh, one of them. Okay. They cut to um, a clearly claymation spike. Yes. Walking out uh, under, like, he's walking down the street. All of a sudden, he comes out of the darkness into a street light. And it, again, it's the eighties. It's yeah. claymation. It's the only, only way they could do this scene. 
and he walks out, and then like a whole the gang army of gremlins are following behind. All him. stop motion animated. Yeah, and it's really it's, it's pretty awesome. Sweet. But yeah. I remember as a kid, I saw that and was like, I gotta get out of here. I gotta <laughs> take a breather. I gotta take a breather. I thought you were gonna say something else because I didn't make a note of that part. But yeah, there's a f- whole freaking army of gremlins. Yeah, yeah. Which, as there would be. Luckily, they're not multiplying walking on the snow. No, no. But otherwise, there'd be an, uh, an almost infinite amount. Yeah, of there, were, well, there wouldn't be enough space on Earth. Right. At a certain point. Man, don't get a grumman in the, in the ocean. Yeah, right. What the hell would happen then? Luckily, no one has ever tossed a gremlin into the ocean. Because it would be the end of the world. It would. <laughs> like, in a matter, like, uh, it would happen exponentially. Like, it would take a moment. And how do they all get out of the, how does it stop happening? These are questions Gremlin, we didn't Gremlins get answered. Is dumb. <laughs> but it's trying to be dumb, so. Um, so then we cut to the scene where we, we'd see the old guy from World War II that was talking about foreigners and his tractor and yep. all that. He's at home trying to watch, uh, watch some movies TV. with his wife. Yep. And they're f- and messing the, with his And antenna. we see gremlins are like swinging from his antenna. This yeah. is the 80s. Uh, they had the over-the-air antenna on top of the house. And he said, oh, no, we should have bought an American TV. Yeah. Should have got a Zenith. This guy really hates the Japs. He does. Yeah. He's clearly a future Trump supporter. Yes. Uh, yeah. Should have got a Zenith. Then he's like, I'm going to go check it out. And he goes outside and sees that his antenna is all messed up. Yep. But and he doesn't then, see that uh, they're all in this fucking tractor. Yes. And so, here, so again, let's, let's lay this out, alright? This guy outside of his house looking up at his roof. All of a yeah, sudden, he the headlights... Of his, of his tractor, plow. yes, with like a like a backhoe, like a front loader, whatever. Yep. What am I, construction worker? I don't know. He said it, they uh, called it a plow earlier. Yeah. So all of a sudden the headlights come on and he just starts yelling and it starts coming towards him. That it does. And so he runs into his house and this thing's going I don't know four miles an hour. <laughs> yes. And it absolutely yeah, and it absolutely caves in the front of his house. It's Going about four miles an hour. And they're both like, ah! Right. And so again... In a different direction. Yeah. (laughs) A a tractor comes through their house that's going about four miles an hour, and they don't have the dexterity to jump out of the way. Nope. They are smashed by the gremlins driving the tractor. They are indeed. But you you notice, you probably did, because we both cheated and read trivia, at the end of the movie, they have a news report saying that dude's name. And that he's in the hospital. They're going to interview him in the hospital. Wow. To show that they didn't kill him. That's dumb. I don't know. It was a Spielberg touch. Yeah, and so the gremlins uh, ran over. They killed him. The gremlins were laughing and yelling the whole time because they're the dick. And now they go on a montage of wrecking shit. Yeah, and then this is where things... Yeah, this is the jumping off point here. Uh, We cut to a scene where a man is putting mail in in the mailbox. Yes. Yes, he is. And uh, then the male... The same as that bearded, the white bearded guy. Here. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Huh. I kept noticing, I was like, this guy just that's teaches right. here. was. He's putting mail in the mailbox in the nighttime, because that's what people yeah. did in the 80s. Why and it's, You can hear a gremlin in there. He starts throwing the mail back out. And then uh, someone else walks up and is like, hey, man, what the hell is going on here? And he sticks his hand in, and the gremlin bites him. Again, people are sticking their hands in yeah. places they shouldn't. It's a real problem. Whoa. Plus, you can't really stick your hand in the mailbox. No. The way they're designed. But that's then cool. the gremlins are screwing with the traffic lights. They're making cars crash. And the one car crashes. The car that flips over 
Yeah. You can clearly yes. see the ramp plates. Yes. yes. I was like, I mean, I guess. <laughs> For like four seconds. Yeah, I was like, I guess I don't know what you're going to do, but you can maybe do a different shot. Put some boxes around like, it yeah. or something. You'd be like, oh, man. So at this point, uh, the cops, they go cut back to the police station. The cops are they're getting flooded with calls of, of little monsters tearing things. Terrorizing the town. Um, then we cut to um, Deagle Real Estate, I guess, house slash office. Mrs. Deagle's house. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's apparently a crazy old cat lady. This is the mean lady that wanted to kill the dog at the beginning. And her cat's name is Dollar Bill. Yeah. Because she loves money. Yeah. They're really driving that home. She does love money. So she deserves what's coming. Yeah, so she's in her house talking to all of her cats, and she has one of those chairs for the infirmed to glide up the staircase, and she has a long, apparently extremely long staircase. This is that... And she has a chair that she's descending down with her cat slowly, you know. Yeah. So then she comes down, she's dicking around the cats, feeding them, and then the gremlins have descended upon her house. And apparently gremlins know how to... Uh, they're great mechanics straight out of the womb. Well, we're going to learn gremlins can do all sorts of things for be- <laughs> yes. only being approximately a few days or several hours yes. old. So, um, the gremlins uh, show up at her house, and this is where this is where the the real jump of the gremlins happened because there's a knock at the door and you open it, and there's like four or five gremlins. Um, all uh, wearing little jackets, yeah. little earmuffs, little stocking hats. Where did they all get all them. these clothes? And they're sort of mock singing Christmas songs. They're yeah. supposed to be Christmas carols. Yes, and they're all and they're all in and outfits. They're, singing, they're like, yes, yes, and they're singing. They, they know how humans work. Yeah, they they, they again. For they know how a, they're mocking us for being alive for a couple hours. They're able to uh, <laughs> yes. get uh, an entire world. And they have a sense of humor. Oh yeah, we're, get, we're just getting started with this. So, uh, so they're singing. She goes out and, and gets uh, freaked out. She actually is upset by seeing gremlins, which makes sense. That does make sense. So, uh, apparently, one of them goes in and like starts messing with the power box to her little to her chair, magic chair. Glider. She tries to get away from them. She gets in her chair, and then, <laughs> oh man, she goes up those steps at like eighty-five miles per hour. But the thing at here, least. she's going up the steps at what seems to be 80 to 120 miles per hour. <laughs> yes. For approximately eight seconds. Yes, that's what I was two saying. In a two-story house. Yeah. Just, they keep showing her going around and around That and staircase around. was uh, way bigger than... <laughs> yes. It was like several flights of stairs. So anyways, yeah, so the gremlins mess with it the perfect way and the perfect amount to make her fly up the staircase and straight out the window. To her presumable death. Right. Yeah. Then I can remember seeing that in the trailer and oh, yeah. being like, "Whoa!" It was very scary. Oh, I loved that part. Yeah, when I was a kid. Yeah, funny. I didn't have to leave the theater for that part, so. So you were scared of the gremlins themselves. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. And it sounds, it seems like the with artists that you were kind of scared of Gizmo. Uh, yeah, it was a little bit. You were. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was scared in Hoggle in the Labyrinth. Actually, I was scared of every single thing in the Labyrinth. Yeah. Also, another one of my favorite movies as a kid. We'll have to watch that. I haven't seen that. I think I've watched it too many times as an adult oh, for really? account. Mm. Well. But, 
So at this point, the cops are going out. They're they're driving through the neighborhood because these calls are coming in, and they still seem unaware of what's going on. Yeah, until they roll past a Santa. Oh yeah, Santa is being attacked yes. by gremlins. That was very dark. And they're like, "What's on him? What's on?" And then they just roll their windows up. Yeah, the guy's like, "Say, like the, the guy." This is a this is a crazy scene. The guy's yeah. in a sand suit, and there's like two gremlins like strangling him and attacking him, and. He's like, hey, help, help. And they're like, what the hell? And they roll their windows up, and he comes and starts beating on the glass, like, yeah. help me, save me, save me. And they just slowly roll right away, away, and he falls Let down. Let Santa and... get murdered by the two yes. creatures. Jesus. Yeah, that was bizarre. That these was cops, rough. These cops kind of suck. Yeah, they really do. Oh, then we cut to uh, another scene written by a child. Corey Feldman in his upstairs bedroom. And there's gremlins swinging on his Christmas lights outside his window, and he's shooting at him with his uh, slingshot. <laughs> yes. Very adorable. And then, is this, at this point, do have we moved to the bar? So at this point, um, hmm. So at this point, yeah, Billy is, he got his car, he's with Gizmo. His car, which didn't start earlier. Yeah, it did start. And he's going to find Phoebe Cates. Yes, he's yeah. yeah. So a bar. Now that now that the gremlins are really popping off, he's he's back to the bar to save. I don't. Have they even gone on a date? No, he asked her on a date. Yeah, yeah. But somehow this this romance is happening. Even this is this is another one. This is kind of the Superman romance. Where so this just, does all take place on Christmas Eve. There's no besides the first one day, two days. Yeah, and then the whole rest of the movie is Christmas Eve. Yeah, and I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. That makes sense, I guess. So, okay, so now things really... Things take a real turn at the bar. <laughs> yes. This is an insane scene. So he rolls up to the bar. or well, He's driving to the bar. Then I think we cut to the bar. And it is absolute pandemonium at the bar. Oh, with Phoebe Cates serving them. Yes. This, this is a, so the bar is basically like uh, it's 1 a.m. at St. Patrick's Day at a bar. Yeah. These, it's full Except of gr- all the customers are green and two feet tall. Yes, it's full of gremlins and they're all drunk. And Phoebe Cates is drunk. frantically trying to serve them alcohol. Oh yeah, she's not doing. She's spilling good drinks. Job. They're being mean to her. They're smoking cigarettes, cigars. Yeah, they're all belly- drinking beer, which is, uh, uh, if I could venture to guess, ninety nine percent water. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, spilling so it everywhere. Apparently, if you dilute water in any way or change its form, it has no effect on them. Yeah. But they're they're drinking. One of them is uh, hanging from the ceiling fan. They're singing songs. They're smoking cigarettes. One appeared to be like a cross dresser. Oh, there's robber gremlins. And then there's like a bugger gremlin. There's uh, one of them pulls a gun. Leg warmer dancing gremlin. Oh yeah, that yeah. <laughs> then there's a whole yeah a whole weird scene of like a flash dance. Yeah. Uh, with leg warmers and it's a whole, fun. There's a dance number. Yeah. We got very slapsticky. And we're then there's a weird poker game where they're shooting each other. They're all getting little guns. They all have tiny guns. There's yeah. several of them have tiny guns. One of them, yeah, was trying to. And I was trying where if you want to think too hard about gremlins, where the hell did they get all these tiny clothes and tiny guns? At one point, a tiny crossbow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but these whole yeah. These whole scenes are playing out. One, remember the cool jazz one, the jazz guy, mm-hmm. and then the guy had another gremlin had hand puppets. Yeah, these are. This is a very. It was just one. It cut to one. 
one bizarre gremlin. The story to that another. was sort of based in a realish world at this point is gone. Like, oh, this is a cartoon. Yes. And they would play kind of cartoony sound effects. Yeah. And they would all. Oh, this is the cartoony sound. There was a lot of cartoony yes, sound Yes. Like, one of them was break dancing and spinning on its back and hear like a like sound effect, yeah. you know, stuff like that. But yes, it, it was a sort of, I mean, it was based in a real. It was being realistic before. At this it point, was sort of based in reality yes. based, but it's, was it? You were willing to go along. Think about the, the dad's inventions and the fact that there's a little talking creature that no one cares. Look, about. the dad's ridiculous inventions were fine. The 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 flash dancing gremlin with pink leg warmers on. <laughs> yes, I mean it took a turn. It took a real turn. It surely did. Um, I would also like to mention that so far in this movie and throughout the entire movie. One out of three, nothing rapey in this movie. Yeah, I was kept, I kept, I kept waiting I for it to happen. I'm like, is there, was there a, a gremlin trying to rape someone in here? The closest was one of them exposed its, it, itself. Yeah, there was flasher. a flasher gremlin. But That's the close no, we got. But with no genitals. Yes. A f- flasher gremlin in a tiny gremlin trench coat. Right. <laughs> Where he got it? Nobody knows. No. He went to the baby trench coat store. Yeah, so at this point, like, things are going, like, they're getting absolutely insane at the bar. She's, but they managed she's still, to just run out of there. Well, she's still trying to serve them. Yeah. And they're getting very aggressive. <laughs> and, uh... Oh, the mugger one. Yeah. Okay, so, hold on. The mugger one, I was like, what? Then I... she's she's going to... Hold on. <laughs> I'm trying to... I'm glad you took pictures. I, we should call this this podcast... Toll and Alex with bad brains trying to piece together movies. <laughs> there's, there's so many crazy details, though. Yes. This is when she starts... Okay, I think this is what happens. There's, they're all sitting at the bar smoking and drinking. I think she tries to light one of their cigarettes, and they're like, ah, fire! Like, they can say some English yeah. words. Again, makes no sense. No. But then, she, then she realizes they don't like light, so she gets this... Uh, old 80s oh, an camera old Polaroid now. Polaroid camera. Polaroid. With four with flash. flashes. Yeah, so she hits the flash and they all back off of her. Yeah. So she's like, oh good, I can get out of here. So she keeps taking flash pictures that keep backing up. Then she goes to try to get out and, and what happens? Um, a gremlin with a ski mask on and another little pistol <laughs> yeah. is there to mug her? Yeah. Because, he, so this gremlin is turned to a life of crime? Yeah, because they would have use for money somehow. Yeah. Or used for anything. It did not... Yeah. Gremlins have human personalities. For no reason. Yeah. Yes. Well, they're fun-loving dudes. They really... They love to party. They do. They really like party to party. Party messing stuff up. They destroy that place. So then Billy rolls in with his car and the headlights are bright. Yeah. They all scatter. She goes out and gets in his car. And like... Their drive away, the town is like, like shit is happening all over the place. Cars <laughs> are like on fire. and So then uh, they go to someone's house. Because this is where we get the, the, the they're monologue. Walking, they're is, walking to her house, maybe. Yeah, I think they go to her house. And this is where she tells her yes. story of her, why she doesn't like Christmas. Yeah. Well, let's see. How does the story go? She tells, a, yeah, she tells a very long, and it's, it's like a, it's a monologue. This one shot of her, like, well, I hate Christmas because, and then... One of the worst things that ever happened yes. to me happened on Christmas. And that thing was 
her dad trying to come down the chimney dressed as Santa Claus with an armful of presents yep. and then dying. <clears throat> Died in the chimney. And then a few days later... After they noticed the smell, they yes. said. That was, I was like, this has nothing to do with anything. And if your dad died tr- climbing down the chimney dressed as Santa Claus, I'm sorry, Phoebe Cates, you kind of had it coming. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> and, that w- and apparently, I read they did not want to. They did not want to keep that story in the movie, but it was like one thing that Joe Dante, the director, was like, "No, we're keeping it." And it was more of a thing where he What was a like, weird thing. He wanted to keep that just so he could say he was keeping... I think Steven Just to Spiel- prove a point. I think Steven Spielberg has a lot of control over yeah. this movie. That's I, I totally believe that. Yeah. I mean, it's a very Spielbergian movie. Yeah, and I think it was one of those things where, like... Because they say the same thing about Poltergeist. Yeah. Where they're, like, they're not even sure if the guy that directed it... <laughs> really did anything. Yeah. It. yeah. That Steven Spielberg was just there the whole time telling people what to do. Oh, yeah, and this is another thing I noticed in this scene, which I apparently miss, because she tells the whole story, and like, yeah, and like, and, you know, the fire department came and broke him out, and, and she goes, and that's how I learned there wasn't a Santa Claus. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, wait, this is a little kid's movie. What are they, yeah. what are they doing? Spilling? First yeah, of all, we, we just saw, saw Dana, we saw Santa attacked in the, and murdered in the street, yeah. and now she's like, and P.S. kids, there's no Santa. And how old were you when you saw this? Eight. And how old were you? When you stopped, twenty when... twenty seven. <laughs> yes. I don't think I acknowledged it until I was also really stupid, and I I would ask for I'm like I you don't have to ask early because it's Santa. Yeah, and on Christmas Eve I'd be like, Yo, Santa, here's a note. I want a Sega Genesis. I remember I did that too. Oh. I remember trying to pull that Santa yeah. fast one. Yeah. And then I remember the box the next day. I was like, oh my god, it's a Genesis. <laughs> you know what it was? <laughs> Rollerblades. <laughs> and I was like, this is bullshit. Sarah don't work that way, yeah. man. Nope. You gotta let uh, you gotta let him know a little earlier so he can get it loaded up in that sleigh. Anyway, I can't believe that they spoiled Santa Claus right in the middle of that movie. And I and again, no, I'm pretty sure didn't ruin you. I'm pretty sure I believe in Santa Claus for a couple more years. No, even I would. So say, I missed that somehow. I don't no, know if the whole story even, was so crazy that my mind was just blown up when I first heard that. <laughs> well, that you I were missed. leaving the theater on occasion, and <laughs> yeah, my br- I, that was a, that was a rough day for me. But I could totally. I mean, I justified Santa being real. To myself, oh for sure, far too long. I'm not completely convinced still, but that's oh. that's for another podcast. Oh, I got a lot of pants this Christmas. It's mm, no good. <laughs> Actually, I asked for pants, so it's cool. Pants are a luxury item. I love pants. I hate buying pants. Do I love pants? I just pants are necessary. And I, what kind I of know. podcast is this? I don't know. Sorry. Uh, okay, so this is then we then we uh, after we we so we hear that that whole scene happens for no good reason does not advance the plot, just traumatizes children. Then they uh, say Dawn is coming. They head out, huh? Don't they? What? Isn't she like it's about the sun's about to no, come? No, because this then they go to the movie theater. Yeah, that's why they're at the movie theater. Oh, okay. They say they're gonna they're they're probably all together. Yes, because they're they are they are extremely intelligent. Yes, <laughs> they're probably all together know, somewhere dark. Right. I mean, they develop human personalities in a matter of hours. Yes. So they they figure it out. Also, these two 
somehow figured out that they would all go together to one place. To the dark. movie theater. Isn't there other places that Yeah, are, I don't know. That are dark? But they also really like... They're watching Snow White. Yeah, so then you cut to the movie theater, and it's a movie theater jam-packed full of gremlins. And of course, once again, all their different personalities. They're wearing sunglasses. Oh, yeah. They're wearing all sorts of different clothes. They're singing. They're having a great time. They're swinging from stuff on the These guys always... I don't understand. Like, how... What's the the problem with the gremlins? What's the problem with these guys? They're they're party animals. They're wrecking shit, though. Yeah, I guess so. But they're not... Are they... Yeah, I guess they're hurting people. They killed an old lady. (laughs) And Santa Claus. If they just toned down, if they took their partying down a couple notches, they'd be fine. Really. Yeah. But they don't. They don't. They don't. They just like to have a good time. Yeah, so they're watching uh, Snow White in the movie theater because Snow White uh, played in the theaters in 1984, I guess. Well, they re-released Disney movies back then. That's I saw, true. I saw Bambi in the theater, The Jungle Book. Um, what, what was their goal even there? Like, I can't remember the what Grim they... Ones? No, them. The, uh, Billy and... They went there... Well, see, this is another thing where I was like, this is a pretty advanced plan for a couple of <laughs> bank tellers. Because <laughs> they, go, they go to the movie theater. Immediately, somehow, they go around to the back. And somehow, Billy knows that if he lifts up this trap door on yeah, the floor... Yeah, right. They can go under there. He breaks a gas line. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Yeah. Right. So they go... Behind the screen, <laughs> there's a trap door behind the sta- on the stage. That's totally covered and stuff? Yes. Where I was like, this is inside. What is this trap door covered in? Right. A lot of... A lot of I mean, this is an operational movie theater. I assume they would clean up after themselves normally, but apparently they don't. Yeah, so they go down there... Also, when they were behind <laughs> the screen, when Billy and What's-Her-Face yeah. were behind the screen... It was clearly smaller than the screen the Gremlins were watching. Oh yeah, it was like a quarter of the size. Yes. That's true. Because yeah. it. <laughs> That's true. Yes, it absolutely is true. And then he goes down there. He knows because he's a bank teller. Yeah. Break the gas line. Yeah. And then you bang, the if you find there. you find a uh, you, you find the pipe and then you just bang on it. Yep. Until until gas starts shooting out of there. Yep. Then you light. A, Which was liquid. Because old movie, everyone look, and it's a, it's a well known fact that movie theaters in the eighties ran on gasoline. <laughs> yes, was it liquid? <laughs> yes, because it was spraying out. <laughs> yes. Well, you had to see it. I I know. Um. Uh. Yeah. Oh, so then we see that Stripe is uh, Stripe constantly is saying yum yum. He has he like loves, an eating disorder. Yeah. All he wants to do is eat. Yes, he eats Candy. constantly. Candy. And the department store across the street. Yeah, he was like he was raiding the the concession stand in the theater, and then he saw across the street. It's like a Montgomery Ward. Yeah, and, a, and there's a sign that one of them said "candy." He can read English. Yes. So he says he's "yum too, yum." He's four days old. Right. A mutated. He's ch- he's Chinese for all we know. Yeah, that's what. It, Duh. Anyway, so yeah, so he leaves. So he goes to go get candy. So then we cut back. I think that's when they're downstairs, um, shooting liquid gasoline all over the basement. <laughs> yes. Then and they uh, run outside. So then they, he gets uh, some towels and lights them on fire. Lights you on fire? He lights like a like a Molotov cocktail yeah. type thing. Yeah. But like just lays them on the floor. Yes. That's to make the gas explode eventually. Yes, but it was... Uh, because he's a fine. freaking uh, egg teller. He knows... He knew. He's a MacGyver, you know. So they run out. They see that he's at. Yeah, they, they get out, and then the gremlins, like, a light shines up somehow. They see the... The gremlins see their uh, silhouettes... Yeah. On the screen, so they're like, oh my god, there's people behind the stage. 
So they start clawing through the screen to go after him. Yep. But they manage to get outside. They get outside. They see that Stripe is across the street at the... Do the they? Store. Yes, that's why they go over there. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, Here's yeah, the so they close the door and the theater explodes. The theater explodes. 80s style. They show it from 20 different views. Yeah, so 20 and times. it explodes, boom, yeah, boom, boom. more than once. Uh, over and over, yeah. yeah. Over and over. And this kills over every over. single gremlin, as far as we know, except for Stripe. Except for Stripe. Every single one. Yep. They're not very resilient, these gremlins. No. For, for as tough as they are, we've yeah. seen them, like, try and strangle people and, uh... They're just better with machinery, I guess. Yeah, with their mini pistols. Yep. Maybe they just made all that stuff. But when and how? <laughs> They're gremlins, man. They can make they can make electric stair climbers shoot through windows. They don't even know what's up. That's true. Um. So yeah. So they go to a department store, which apparently has a giant candy section. Which... And this is something I didn't. He breaks the window with one of those little toddler ball popping things. Oh yeah. You push it. Yeah. How did he, did did Stripe already break the window? Because I was like, how did he grab this thing? He grabs uh, that thing to break the window. He must have. It didn't make any sense. I don't know. Then he grabs a bat. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah, so they go in. It's a, it's, a, it's another department. It's another place without the lights on. No. For animals, or whatever they are, that we all know bright light injures them, no one will turn a goddamn light on in this movie. Never. No. No. But I guess they do try to do that. So they go into this department store, and they kiss Phoebe Cates and Billy again. What uh, better time? She seemed very annoyed by him for the most part. Uh, he asked her on a date. Like She said yes. Oh, did she? Maybe I'm just thinking about Superman again. Yeah, you might be. Probably. She did say yes. I mean, she All yeah, right. and she kind of looked at him because Judge Reinhold was hitting on her earlier. That's right. And Maybe she kind of she kinda made eyes to Billy, and she was like, "That's oh, right." Oh. Yeah. So they smooch. They go their separate ways. He's going to find Stripe. She's going to go turn the lights on and stuff. Instead, she turns on a fountain. Yeah, she turns a fountain on with the switchboard. Yep. <laughs> Again, I guess if it was a she's show. she's pushing buttons. She's turning the mall like the sound system. Keeps turning on. She turns a fountain on. Can't can't find a light. No. This is a pretty schnazzy small town department store. It is because then Billy goes to the the old uh, TV section. If you remember the eighties when they'd have all their fifteen inch TVs stacked one on top of another, yes, yes. all showing the same thing, which just happens to be Stripe. It does. He somehow found a video camera that and is broadcasting himself onto on all the every TVs. single TV. The right. wall of TVs yeah. in the small town department store. Yeah. Very advanced the gremlins are. And then Billy's like, what? And he walks six feet and sees the camera that Stripe was filming himself on. Oh, that's right. Which was right right near where he was. Yep. And uh, now, yeah, and then like ten, uh, ten feet later, we're in the garden section. Which is like a j- indoor jungle? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's some sort of insane <laughs> greenhouse. Apparently yeah. right by the candy section. Yeah, right near it. Why so, uh, like, Billy goes and hunts him down over to that area, and all of a sudden, Stripe becomes very strong and picks up a wheel uh, saw blade. Saw blade that begins, goes all the way into him. the wall. Yeah, and it goes he- over halfway into yeah. the wall. Very, very Also, strong. where is uh, where is Gizmo at this point? He's with uh, Phoebe, Phoebe Cates, Cates in the backpack. Okay. 
then uh, so he's trying to find Stripe. Stripe gets on a trike and trikes away. That was great. That was great. That was really cool. <laughs> I love these practical effects. Oh, yeah. They're so great. And they're like, how can we do this easier than having him run? Yes. We're like, I know. We'll put him on a motorized tricycle, and it will be hilarious. Yep. I was like, and it was great. (laughs) Um, So Billy's trying to find him. Uh, Stripe finds a a perfectly placed baseball pitching machine. Yes. Begins firing baseballs at Billy. (laughs) Because, again, let's see, so... Candy is right next to the gardening section. Is right next to sporting goods. So, also we these things are all within ten feet. Of there each was other. a couple more uh, scenes. Not to not to derail this, like I have several times tonight. But there was a couple of scenes of the dad at the convention that we didn't. Yeah, we, they they were cut in really quick. Yeah. yeah, the dad would call back from the convention. And at one, we said Robbie the robot was making a phone call at yes. this convention. And then later he sells a guy at a gas station and a smokeless ashtray. Yes. And these scenes have no bearing on the movie. Basically it's like, hey, what's dad up to right now? Yeah. And then you cut to him, dad's doing this. Like, well, we need to keep going to him so it makes sense for him to be narrating this. Yes. At the beginning and the end. Yes. He is utterly useless. He wasn't Baloo, was he? Yeah. In the Jungle Book? Oh, yeah. That's his voice. I don't think it was Baloo. I, yep. Just think of the Bear Necessity song in your head and then think of that guy's voice. That guy's voice. name was... I swear I know that dude's name. It's Phil. <laughs> I don't think it's Phil. It's Hoyt Axton. No, no. The guy that does Baloo's name is Phil. The guy that does Baloo's voice is Hoyt Axton. Oh, we'll, we'll see. Should we, we should probably find out, I guess. We have phones. <laughs> Jungle Book, not 2016. 19, 1967. That's what I'm saying. I don't think it was him. And the voice of Baloo was Shere Khan Ka Half Elephant Elephant Louis Baloo Bear was Phil Harris. See what I'm saying? God damn it. So who was Hoyt Axton? I'm sorry I brought that up. No, I was I was one hundred percent sure I was right about that. Well <laughs> God damn it. I thought you had looked it up, and then I was thinking, I was obsessed with uh, the Jungle Book growing up. Oh, me too. I, did you see the new one? I never saw. The it new was one. fantastic. I thought mm-hmm. no, no singing, but it was it was like uh, so neat to look at. It was unbelievable. Huh. So what? Anyways, back to Gremlins. <laughs> Sorry, Alex. <laughs> Sorry, Alex. I didn't, I just felt. Uh, okay, so uh, there's still the, the cat and mouse game is still being played. Spike is hiding. He fire, fired baseballs at him, and then inexplicably, oh, god damn it! Oh, and there goes Alex's mic. He's trying this to make it bad. I'm gonna buy a new mic. This one sucks. Yeah. Okay, so in, now at this point, inexplicably, we see Gizmo yes. driving a fully functioning Barbie. This car. drove went like okay. Why did the car work? It's not a remote control car. It's a, yeah, right. It's just a freaking Barbie car, right? But he it has a steering wheel. He's steering it. He's a like drifting around the corners of it. Yeah, so he can fit inside of it, right? And I'm like, now come on, y'all. <laughs> why why didn't they at least make it a remote control car that he was steering with the remote control? I don't know. It's not the freaking because at that point Billy was yeah no one, he, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Spike uh, finds a goddamn uh, 
chainsaw because it's the eighties, and he starts yeah. attacking with the chainsaw, which he is blocking with his baseball bat. Yep. Um, this is I also said. Where did he find the tiny crossbow? Oh yeah, he shot him with a crossbow, yeah. and he actually <laughs> hit him, and that's it was a tiny right. crossbow. That's right. Before that, yeah, that's before he got the chainsaw. Yes. He like had him. Oh, he shot him with all the baseballs. Yes. And so he's kind of like like Billy's down, like kind of he's on the ropes. Like he's like he's not doing right. so hot. And all of a sudden, <laughs> Stripe pulls out a miniature crossbow, yeah. and it's like, oh my god, he's gonna kill him right here. This is, movie is very much a live action cartoon. Yes. It's at least when the Gremlins are. Involved. Yes. Towards the second half, yes. <laughs> it goes from like, uh, and then it's like this movie. You're watching a live action cartoon, I guess so. Which is not a complaint, really. No. In fact, I enjoyed watching this movie. Yeah, but I, we're supposed to ruin it. That's yeah. what we're doing. No. So he sh- he shoots him basically in the lung with a miniature. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Which and later on he doesn't seem to be affected by that no. even remotely. No, I, I don't think he was even. Yeah, they just <laughs> totally totally forgot about that part. Uh, so yeah, much more live action cartoon. Uh, so he's cru- like Gizmo's cruising around. Uh, to what end, though? I don't. He crashes. Oh, he's in. trying to catch him. He's trying to get the stripe. But again, the guy, where's the toy department? Uh, they show him in the toy department. Yes, I know they were in the toy department before. Anyway, so he's driving, and uh, I think at this point, this is when Spike jumps up to the. Um, he's up on the drinking. Yeah, he, the he's drink. up on the fountain. the fountain. He jumps up on the fountain, and it's like, oh god! And then you're like, I'm he's like, okay. At wet. different points in this movie, how how wet do they need to get? Because right. at the beginning, he's got a glass of water poured on him. Yeah, and now he's like in a fountain. <laughs> yes, and he's not. He's like starting to change. <laughs> right, but it's taking a while. <laughs> right. And so what? Oh, Gizmo comes in his car. Yep. Gizmo ends up being the hero of the movie, really. Because Gizmo oh, comes in his right. car. He comes flying in in his pink and car. And somehow there's another perfectly placed... Oh, he, a snow shovel. Yeah, right. he ramps off a snow shovel. Right into Stripe. Knocks him off of the... N- n- Stripe's no, in the... He, he knocks... He, he, he makes the curtain. Because curtain. Stripe's in the water. And yeah. He's starting to bubble. Like, starting Stripe's to bubble like, up. here we go. Yeah. He finally just gets in there instead of taunting everyone. He actually gets in. He's bubbling and up. For some reason, there's somehow a it takes, enough skylight. Yes. And somehow it takes forever Yeah, this time. for the balls to pop off. because There's several seconds. Anyway, so, yeah, Gizmo shoots up in the air. He, he pulls the cord to the, uh, this giant curtain skylight. Yeah, and it was on the ceiling? Kind of. I felt like this is a very weird... Like the light was coming from the ceiling. Arboretum, like... Garden well, it's once again small. one of those situations where you're like, "Well, we gotta, we gotta kill all the gremlins somehow." Yeah. Writers, yeah, think of something, and they did, and it was Gizmo driving and forcing light yeah. onto Stripe, and Stripe like has a very gruesome death. That was sweet. That was really awesome. Like he exploded. He like foamed up and he melts. He melts and, and uh, like. Then his skeleton is kind of alive. This this is all puppet shit. It was pretty cool. It was cool. Yeah, it was really yeah, cool. It was. Uh, I enjoyed that, that was part scary when I was a kid. Much. I remember being very scared by that, but I understand because that was very realistic. Oh yeah, that was creepy. Now. Um. So he finally blows up, and then uh, so the dad the dad shows up. Yeah. The dad shows up. Uh, How did he show up there? Yeah, and that is where he showed up. 
How did he know to go to the department store? I don't know. We always lose it by the end. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. <laughs> the dad shows up there, and like Spike melts into a puddle. The end of Spike. The end of the Gremlins. The basically. end of the Gremlins. So then, Still Gremlins too. Cut back to the family house, where they're apparently just going to keep Gizmo. No, no. They were going to. Well, yeah, they're going to. Yeah. 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 Again, if I if I. There are several points in this, in this movie where I just gr- would have grabbed Gizmo's head and just twisted it, popped <laughs> yeah. it right off. Like, like fuck sorry, this. buddy. <laughs> this, yes. is, this is well, no way. You can, if somebody tosses you in the ocean, world over. Yeah, right. I mean, when you start, like, oh, these things are exponential. I mean, so, you could end the freaking world. So they get home. So this With must be ones. this must be Christmas Day evening. <laughs> yeah. This is 24. So it's nighttime again. And uh, I don't know. They're all... So, Everyone's back at the family house. Phoebe Cates is there too. And then all of a sudden, Chinatown Man shows back up. There he is. He heard news reports. He's still being, he's being pretty nice. He's being really nice considering they stole that thing from and him. And essentially destroyed an entire town. <laughs> yes. And this guy's liable for it. Anyway, yeah. so he comes and like gives him a whole spiel about how, you know, they weren't responsible. Not responsible. You have to give it back. Yeah. And they're like sad. It's like, oh no. Also implying that eventually they could be responsible enough. Yeah, right. Like someday. Yeah, this ruined a town, dickhead. These things murdered people. Why do you have this? The movie theater was blown up. Also, why was it in your shop in the first place? Right. Just for people to see. No one cares. Gizmo just sits in a box with a lid on it all day long in a, in a, in a Chinatown oh. junk shop. And this is the point where he puts him, he's like, oh, he came in a cage. Right. We're like, oh yeah, we have your cage somewhere. Right. He puts Gizmo in the cage, puts a blanket over it, and then and then the Chinese man says to Billy, he has something to say to you. Yes. And then yeah. Billy he, says that the, the Chinese man walks over and like puts his head down to the cage like and like Yeah. Like having a conversation. Yeah. yeah, and then he says that. And then he says, You can understand what he's saying? I was like, You can't? He's been speaking English, dumbass. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like what? What are you talking about? He says things like, uh-oh, and yeah. bright light. Bright yeah. light. Lots of bright lights. Yep. He's a quick He's a quick study, that gizmo. He learns a lot quick. He sure does. Not as quick as his bros. So anyway, so Chinatown Man gives him a big spiel. Yeah, you said Chinaman earlier. We're going to be in trouble. Uh, so, well, that's what they're going for in this movie. This is a Chinaman. Like, yes, this is This is a stereotype. I mean, a very bad Plus stereotype. Plus, he was Chinatown Man. Yeah. And that's what you're going for. <laughs> yeah. Just to clarify, yeah. angry listeners. But they box him up, and then Chinatown Man. Like, the last scene was Chinatown Man. Yeah, a lot of times, yeah, newer, newer things save, save, like, temporary files. But... Oh, Jesus, it's still recording. Oh, thing. Hold on, I'm going to push yeah. pause. Okay, we're recording in. Jesus Christ. We, oh, man. The computer just died. I didn't have it plugged in. It said 10%, and then it said 7 and then it just turned off. And, but it's still here. <laughs> but the file, and I hadn't saved the file, but it's still here. That was almost a lost oh, episode. We man. had panicked Would for Would we have about recorded it again? Oh, I don't know. I wouldn't have wanted to. I don't know if I could talk <laughs> I, another I don't, 90 I, minutes about I Gremlins. I, I mean, I could, so. but... Woo! We would have had to watch something else. Yep. All right. Anyway, so we're at at the end of the movie. uh, Chinatown man just says, uh, "I'm taking him back." And then 
It's like this very then, beautiful final scene. Yeah, with like a matte painting of yes. the whole town and him walking. Merry Christmas! He's like this this Christmas scene. Yeah, this like long, uh, wide wide shot of this guy walking in the moonlight with with Hoyt Axton uh, narrating. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, maybe blah blah blah. Yeah. Someday, uh, there, maybe they Yeah. 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 Wow. So yeah, and that was the he took his abomination back with him. This is really all that uh it's really all the Chinese kid at the shop's fault. Yeah, no, he just gave I mean for two hundred bucks he's like bucks, he's here's like, a here's a biological weapon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean yes. that works really quickly and really well, yeah. you know? Yeah. That just makes a bunch of dickheads. That aren't really that... They're not, like, murder... I mean, I don't know what their goal was. The gremlins? Yeah, it's not like they were killing ah, everyone. No, they just wanted to just, like, fuck shit up. Yeah. Like, they just want, I mean, they, there's shots of them of, like, you know, in people's houses and, like, ripping things apart. They and, just want to have a good time. And, and they just, love to party, though. They love yeah. to get drunk and go... Yeah. I mean, I can hang with the Yeah, I, I would try to. At a bar with Phoebe Cates bartending? I'd be there all night long. Why, so. why was she trying to serve them alcohol? I do not know. Why? And, she, like, their cigarettes. In making such great effort, yes, like really trying and hard, like upset, and she's totally stealing. swamped. Yeah. Um, oh man, I'm glad we didn't lose that thing. I know. Our our thousands of listeners would have been so bummed. Yeah. I didn't get to hear about gremlins because we we guaranteed them gremlins. Yeah, I know. We mentioned it in the last episode. <laughs> uh uh, let's see. I like. I mean, I like this movie. It was I good. It, I was. I enjoyed watching it. It was fun. Um, Worth it. If you haven't seen it in twenty years, it's, it was fun to watch again. Yeah, I forgot. I mean, I forgot uh, how even the story went. I, it's I, dumb. It is dumb. Yeah, it's very simple. Entertaining. And eighties movies are like they're all an hour and a half long. Not like movies yeah. now; they're two hours. No, like, Super, you feel Superman it. was long. Yeah, that was seventies movie though. Yeah, but that was a weird one. Also epic. But movies they move along at a quicker pace. Like things happen quickly. Like they don't <laughs> they don't explain a lot of things. I guess that's what no, the flip side or is, is. There's not a lot of. I mean, you have no idea where Giz- what Gizmo is. Or no, and no one is concerned. No. No one was concerned. Not in the slightest. They were kind of bored by him. Yeah. Oh, interesting. A little talking monkey with pointy ears. That walks on two feet. That has emotions and seems to have a soul or something. <laughs> yes, definitely piano, a personality. Speaks. Is upset by things. <sighs> well, um, I would say my childhood is not ruined. Yeah, this didn't ruin anything for me. Uh, this was a good movie. I'm glad I'm uh, mature enough now that I can sit through the whole thing without having to leave the theater. I wouldn't have wanted to. I didn't watch this one. Although I watched Running Man twice, and Running Man was terrible. Mm. I don't know if I'd want to watch this one right away again. Nah, I'm not. I'm not in any hurry to see this. Although I am very interested to see part two. Yes, I, I bet it's hot dog shit. I bet you it is real. Actually, bad. Uh, Joe Dante, director of this movie, uh-huh. said he prefers number two. Really? <laughs> yeah. The new bat? Is it called yeah. the new bat? Yeah. It's way. I think I remember the second one being Eve so much sillier. Yes. Than this one. I remember it being like there's oh. like a business gremlin. It's like a CEO gremlin. Oh, man. I can't remember anything about that one. I just remember a gremlin sitting at a desk in a suit with a cigar. And that's the main main thing I remember from gremlins, too. 
Was Billy in that one again? I don't think. Man, I Billy have, was wow. never seen again, as far as I know. I'm really curious now as to what that's about. Let's go rent it. <laughs> but they don't have the Blu-ray. Oh, I, <laughs> I guarantee you. They did have Gremlins too, though. Oh, well, that's good. But of course, Video Warehouse has everything. Man, once we get up to 85,000 downloads, uh-huh. Video Warehouse is probably going to let me rent movies for free. <laughs> no more late fees, at least. This one won't be. It's a seven-day rental. Nobody wants this. You gotta rent this for a week? How much does it cost to rent a movie these days? Uh, Video Warehouse for old DVDs, uh-huh. I think it's uh, two bucks. Two bucks? What does a new release cost? It's like four bucks in only two days. When is the last time I physically rented a movie? It is an interesting... It's Video Warehouse has the variety it used to have. I guess you didn't grow up with Video Warehouse. Uh, no, but I mean, that was the main one forever. It was insane, dude. Yeah, and it, but you've lived in Des Moines long enough. Yeah. You've been in there to rent movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have. But I remember, I also wonder, how is this place? <laughs> how do they stay in And business? they've opened a couple new ones even. Like, there's several of them. No. Video, video Warehouse? You're thinking of Family Video. Oh, I'm thinking of Family Video. Video Warehouse is a completely different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Video I know. Warehouse has like an Oscar back room where every movie is, is an Don't Oscar they have a winner. porno back room? I don't think they do. That's how Family Video stays in business. <laughs> Does Family Video have porn? Yeah, they, that's Shut how up, they really? stay in business. Is it really? Yeah. Hilarious, of course. Their business model is porn. Also, who <laughs> rents family porn? Video. <laughs> I mean, damn. Where are, Do you live in a barn with a DVD player? Okay. <laughs> so, you, you can't afford the internet. No. But you can afford a VCR or a DVD player and a membership, too. Yeah, I suppose. I don't know. Also, who looks at porn? I, Am I right? I don't know. I don't. That's disgusting. Gross. <laughs> I would never, ever do that. Um, I would. Constantly. <sighs> probably. If I... But... What? Another... I'm just taking this thing <laughs> in all kinds of directions. Um, what are we going to do next? Um, I don't know. We got a decent uh, list. Should we put a poll on the internet? Because we got, we said like uh, Monster Squad. Oh yeah, we were talking Monster Bill and Ted, Squad. Top Gun. Oh yeah, Top Gun. Um, huh. I don't know. I don't know. Those are some good options though. Yeah. We'll, we'll think about it. Maybe we'll All post right. something. But maybe I really want to see. Maybe we should stop saying what we're doing next in case we accidentally delete the whole thing. Yeah, no kidding. And Good we didn't Lord. say what we're doing next. No, we didn't. We'll leave a. We'll leave that a. a uh, <coughs> oh, Jesus, my voice. Oh, <coughs> wow, we'll leave that a mystery for next time. All right. All right, guys, that was Gremlins. Uh, we liked it. It's our we did childhood. Like it. Didn't ruin uh, our childhood, but this has been. Let's ruin our childhood. It has. Thanks for listening. Uh, hey, uh, go like this on uh, iTunes. Yeah. Go uh, give it a five-star review. Give it a... It's good for ratings. Is it? Good. That's what I I heard. post about it. But how about you just like my freaking Facebook status about it, Facebook friends? Alex gets 12 likes. I get zero likes. That's not a contest. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm Tom McGrain. I'm Alex Carter. Adios. Bye.